previously on Wookiee of the Week. Hi, everyone. My name is Eric, and I'm playing a character named Racker, Racker Yella. He is a Twi'lek, and uh, his character background is, uh, he's the crooked. He's somebody with, like, a criminal background, essentially. He's got, like, a, a kind of nefarious past um, and spends most of his time running from that and trying to evade kind of the consequences of his past actions. The character type that I picked was the professional. Um, so the character kind of came up inspired by that um, is named Wilwad Dia. Um, he's human, uh, but he was born on Ord Mantell. Some Star Wars fans might recognize that. If you know anything about Ord Mantell, it's kind of like the base locations for a certain crime syndicate called the Black Sun, and that was run by someone named Prince Shizer. Wilwad may have made a passing comment and referred to him as a horny devil or a horny bastard. He's got a, he's a bit of a smart ass, got a bit of a, a runs his mouth a lot. Andy here. I'm going. The character type I picked was called the Wronged. I will be playing a character by the name of Joss Hank. He is the son of a human father and Tugruta, a mother. Think Ahsoka Tano. Think Jon Snow, Game of Thrones, like man bun style thing going on. He grew up in the planet uh, Tanab. He, on the planet, met the love of his life, Lee Bren. Long story short, think Frank Castle. Yeah, guys, thank you so much. I'm I'm looking forward to doing this. And most of all, I'm looking forward to selling out and uh, getting rich off of this. So, Or, yeah. or violently yeah. sued by Disney. Well, gentlemen, here we are. We we have our characters. We have our prologue. I I didn't really know what I was doing when I made that prologue. I just started writing, as as they say in Monster of the Week, uh, with with all of the in all of the Reddit forums that I scoured on how to start your first campaign. Like all of them said, don't get carried away writing shit. Don't get carried away writing shit. And of course, what did I do? I got carried away writing shit. And so I wrote a whole bunch and then threw it all away because guys, we're Are making this story together. Oh, together. That's nice. It's very communist of you, Patrick. Well, you know, <laughs> what did, what did it, bastard. yeah, it's, it's, it's the Anakin Skywalker mindset as to, you know, you follow <laughs> one person, one ideal, mm. a strong leader. At least you didn't blow 650 million for us just to reelect you. <laughs> hey, oh, that's a Canadian politic joke for all of our other listener out there. <laughs> our other listener, I like. But that. I'm actually okay with it. So you know, it's not that funny. It's, I'm it's good with fifteen dollars it. a person. Okay, never mind. We're <laughs> that's our other podcast. Talk- <laughs> fifteen dollars. Who do I got to give that to? Talking politics. I'll pay fifteen to continue oh, washing. I just, I just, I just realized my new character voice. Okay, well that's I another must- thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. I must let's, let's be on Tatooine. Canada. Tatooine. Canada. Are you Tatooine. Are you Justin Trudeau? I'm going to be Justin Trudeau for the uh nice. no, I didn't get that. I thought that I was like Alan, Alan, Alan Guinness or something. I thought that was like Al Alf. I thought that was Alf you were doing. All right. I guess I guess I'm going to go back to my original voice then. Fuck you no, guys. Fine. No. You could do you could do your Anakin. Your Anakin's pretty solid. We can overthrow him. What? 
<laughs> he sounds... For some reason, Anakin's Keanu Reeves in my head. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? I can Is it do possible to, like, learn this power, man? <laughs> it's got to be something that's sustainable. It's got to be something that's not going to blow your voice box out. Uh, it's got to be something that doesn't make the listeners say, fuck this shit, I'm out. So keep that in so mind. We can't use... We cannot no use Gil- our own No voices. Gilbert Gottfried impressions. Yeah, no. no Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> now, that being said... <laughs> yeah. I you know, guess, having said that... As I, I elected to be the the, Hello. the keeper <laughs> so that I could use a shit ton of voices... <laughs> I'm the emperor! <laughs> oh, jeez! Look at the size of that monster! <laughs> That's no moon! That's a space station! <laughs> Holy would, fuck! I would love if the Emperor was played by Gilbert Gottfried. That would make my life. Good. Em- Good. Everyone should be played by him. Young Skywalker, give me your lightsaber! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, oh, no. If he's not cast for Spaceballs 2, then, then what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I don't know. Well, what actually are we doing here? We're doing fucking Monster of the Week oh, yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing. <laughs> All right. Sweet. So, uh, so today, uh, I think it's best if we just go through the story a little bit, um, one at a time, just to kind of establish a little bit of the background. We're going to start uh, start our show in the uh, beautiful, uh, well, on the planet where all the good Star Wars start, um, or the good trilogies start, rather, in on Tatooine. Um, we're gonna we're gonna start there in the city of Mos Espa, um, mm. and you guys. I tasked you all ahead of time, most of which to, we'll see if you actually did the homework. Uh, no. As to no. uh, what brought you to Tatooine, what brought your characters to Tatooine in the first place, and uh, and we'll just see where we go from there and try and play a game along the way. So, uh, Racker, because I got. Your info first, and you were first last time, so let's keep that trainer rolling. Um, what uh, what brings you to Tatooine, my man? Ah, fair Tatooine. I uh, disagree. Naboo is where all good trilogies start, but we can get into that later. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> Racker is on Tatooine for some uh, basic general repairs to his ship. Uh, he he knows Tatooine well enough. He knows that it, there's not a lot going on there as far as um legitimate government presence he knows that there isn't a lot of law enforcement there and so he knows that it's a good place to get some repairs done from somebody uh reputable and and affordable who will fix the ship with some minor cosmetic stuff like i i sent to you today basically akin to getting your car serviced and having some mm-hmm. minor cosmetic stuff patched up and in the meantime he can just lay low and know that he's not gonna draw any attention to himself so yeah he's just getting some repairs done and, you know, just kind of keeping his eyes and ears open for the next, uh, the next gig, the next ting. Right, right. And, uh, oh, and, and something we didn't get into last episode, uh, setting the time frame of this for all of the purists out there. Uh, of course, this is not canon. We are not signed by Disney yet, but, uh, what? You said two weeks. Well, I'm not taking part then. You I want to meet Jinjar. Well, it's guys. The the, the you Mickey said Mouse this would affect busy. season three of Mandalorian. He said by week two we'd be good. I got all the merch made. I thought we'd be famous by now, guys. Fuck. Zitalor. Um, but uh, <laughs> I take back my Tesla. <laughs> Honey, cancel the wallpaper. 
Um, it can take itself back. That's the nice thing about a Tesla. <laughs> so the time frame that we're going to is uh, around 8 BBY. BBY, for all the nerds out there, non-nerds, sorry, is before the Battle of Yavin, which is, Sick. in the Star Wars universe, the uh, kind of the BC, <laughs> BC, DC, AD, that's the one. AD, BC, DC, for telling era. time. Before Common Era. Before. But, but, the, but it was before Christ and then Anos Dom. Anos Domine. Anos Domine. Yeah. But after death, I think. After death is the easy way to remember it, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. And just forget the 32, 33 years in between there <laughs> of where Black Jesus God. was actually alive. We were buffering. Oh, it stands for in the year of our Lord. Before Christ was the old BC, Anno Domini was in the year of our Lord. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Sweet. So, uh, mm-hmm. Anno Domini, right, Death Star. Uh, BBY, before the Battle of Yavin, before the first, first, first Death Star, first Death Star was destroyed. Um, that's when shit's going down. There's so, a second one? Uh, so, yeah, the, uh, uh, oh, yeah, with Ewoks. And so the, uh, the Empire is like, they're doing great. Uh, the Death Star is well on its way to being built. Um, just to set the time, I guess, time frame as to what the general vibe is in and around the galaxy. Um, and uh, yeah, with, without further ado, me, let's uh, let's bang this out. So, uh, Racker, what are uh, do, do, now? You're in Mos Espa. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a specific a go to guy or gal or or shop that you go to? Do you bounce around? What, uh, what's yeah, the deal? No, there would, there would definitely be one particular person. Uh, I imagine this wouldn't be the only person. Uh, he would like to have a port in any storm, but on Tatooine, this is his guy. Uh, Kevin, the, <laughs> the <laughs> Kevin, the <laughs> uh, spaceship repair guy. He's got ads all over Mos Espa. You can see them on um, transport benches. Uh, and occasionally on the hollow films in between the, um, the wrestling, uh, matches, it'll Kevin's ads will come up, but yeah, that's where Racker's got his ship, the gilded veil, because Kevin is not only fair, but he's also discreet. And that's the important thing. Cause there's some stuff on that ship that needs to stay quiet. Okay. Okay. So I, I picture him as kind of like one of those, um, like those ambulance chasing lawyers almost where he's just like he's got ads all over the place or or not maybe not like a ambulance chasing lawyer but one of those guys who uh advertise on late night tv we'll buy your gold we'll buy your jewelry we'll buy everything come come see me yeah like most definitely Ooh, yeah. uh repair of starships is not his only racket like okay. he's got his hands in a lot you know what i mean he's kind of all over moss espa but this is just like so it's not even really Kevin doing the work. It's just like, you know, <laughs> Kevin's technicians. I like it. I like it. Uh, okay. So uh, so work is well underway on your ship. Um, uh, of course, Kevin recognizes your ship coming in. He sees you uh, coming down the gangway of, what's your ship's name again? The Gilded Veil. The Gilded Veil. Uh, so he sees you coming down. You come out and uh, he, he greets you. He says uh jacker my friend how are you today ah it's been too long yes so long that you seem to have forgotten my name 
Racker, not Jacker. Jacker, uh, Racker! Hey, what's the difference? What's the difference? One letter off, well, it is what it is. Well, hey, you know, what's a one letter between friends? Ah, Am I right? What have you done to the Gilded Veil? She was shining last time I left you. Yes, yes, she was, and she needs to be again. Um, I prefer not to say what happened. Uh, You know, business is business, but um, nothing more than some minor cosmetic damages and perhaps a, you know, walk through the interior to make sure that everything's running ship shape. He, uh, he taps the side of his nose. Uh, he's a Deveronian fellow. I'll, I'll make that. So he's got two horns sticking out. He's wearing some very kind of, uh, very austere kind of gown, something that does not suit the Tatooine uh, landscape as well as the mechanical shop that he's actually in. Um, uh, this, this flowing gown that he's wearing gets a little bit of dust and he, he kind of brushes it off. And then he says, all right, hey, are you still in the uh, business of crystals, perchance? <clears throat> kind of would look around. Uh, anybody around him? Anybody else there? Uh, in close you know what? Let's, let's do our first roll. Let's roll for, um, what role would that be? Manipulate someone, act under mm-hmm. pressure, <clears throat> investigate a mystery. Maybe... Maybe use read, magic. Yeah, usually it would be something like perception in, in Dungeons & Dragons, but I think in yeah. this case it would be something like um, read a bad situation, perhaps. All right, I'll read a bad situation. Sure. So Bracker has plus one to that. I'm rolling real bones here. Oh, so I like it. That is a three and a five for an eight plus one is a nine. A nine, so that is a complete success. Uh, you look around and all of the, uh, mechanics and droids are full on, on their work. You don't notice any kind of, um, bad influence or, or anybody that could look at you the wrong way and say, like, you feel like you're in a safe place to, to announce whatever it is that you're about to say or that you would like to say. You would lean in real close and you would say, Kevin, I have been doing business with you for a very long time, so I will not lie to you. Yes, I do have crystals, if you need them. That being said, please don't ever say that out loud again. Right, right, of course. Hey, I'm just checking. As you know, these are tough times. There, and Of course, look around the shop here. These are my most trusted workers. I wouldn't have trust anybody else on the Gilded Vale. Oh, mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. I've come into a little bit of uh, information. You see, mm-hmm. just the other day, we had a ship come in. Pilot was missing. Droid on board. Droid was in bad shape. As was the ship. Now, the droid, the way he was talking, was telling me about some sort of trinket that had been found, but anyways, we sh- you're right, we probably shouldn't talk here. Come on, let's go somewhere we can be a little bit more quiet. And he takes you uh, into his office and uh, he grabs some things and you guys head out the, the front door of the establishment. And we'll leave it there for a moment. Now let's see here. Wilwad. See, how are you, buddy? 
what uh, what, I'm, I'm what well brings sir. you to the, the the shining seas of the dune sea that's a <laughs> well thing. i just i just finished a, a fairly good job um some people were killed um i don't have my own speeder or my own ship so i was dropped off in tatooine i uh, collected some credits and now i'm just uh wetting my whistle at the local local pub with my my earnings the local pub uh okay so that local pub let's call it uh uh thank you eric for this this tip let's call it the sarlax pit where uh it's it's your usual typical dive bar uh similar to the scene of moss eisley moss espa's got a very similar vibe to it big gang presence big kind of seedy underbelly uh from the huts and other criminal organizations that know that they can conduct business in this little establishment here and uh, not really be too um they don't have to be too discreet i guess you could say with a lot of their undergoings because everyone is there everyone who is there has a secret of some kind so you're just enjoying the the view and uh the bartender uh sees that you take a sit uh seat and it is a human bartender. He comes up to you and uh, rests, uh, throws a towel over his shoulder. And he says, hey, what'll it be? Ooh, I'm feeling spicy today. W- what would you recommend? I-, I, got, I got some money to spend. What do you got? Give me your strongest, most soul-destroying, brain-destroying bit of fancy juice you can give me, sir. He kind How of... about seven cr- he kind of looks credits at- would do? <laughs> Seven credits. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Seven credits. And he kind of looks at you, eyeballs you a little bit, kind of taking a little bit of back. He, 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 he's very much used to serving people that much, but maybe not that used to people being that um, uh, forward with their desires to uh, get that much obliterated. So he, uh, <laughs> he brings you over. He, he turns around, busies himself behind the bar and, uh just then a uh female twi'lek comes and sits beside you and you don't really think too much of it she kind of just sits there doing her thing and the bartender turns around comes back and says here you go it's called a photon fizzle it's one of our most photon fizzle it will i take it if you want to get obliterated this will help you on your way Sir, you are you are a treat. That is amazing. Thank you. And the Twilight notices what you're drinking. It says, "Photon fizzle." Eh? Are oh, yeah. you looking to forget something in particular, sir? Uh, I wouldn't say that. Looking to have a little fun, if you're interested. Well, and she kind of gets the cut of your jib right there and gives you a little crooked smile and starts to rub her hand up your your forearm a little bit and says, "Ooh." Well, fun is my business, sir. I am, I guess you could say, a dealer of the visceral good times. Let me, me too. Oh, you too? Oh, yeah. Oh, where uh, I, where do you operate out of? Because I haven't seen you around this turf before, and uh, I happen to be the one who um, knows what kind of business goes around in these areas. Uh, I keep a low profile, I guess, but uh, when a job needs to be done, I don't mind getting my hands dirty. If you get wait, what are we talking about? 
<laughs> are, you, are you talking about – I'm talking about killing people or are you talking about sexy times? You're talking about sexy times. Oh, this is awkward. Uh, and she's I mean, just sitting there smiling but staring at you kind of uh, f- – I think getting that secondhand awkwardness that you might be feeling. Um, and she replies, uh, yes, no, I'm uh, uh, I'm talking of the – physical visceral type of fun uh would you happen to be interested sir uh maybe after a couple more photon fizzles and she smiles and um says all right well come see me when you've had a, a moment there to get fizzled so to speak and uh garçon garçon give me another uh funko fizzle pop Whatever you call it. The bartender kind of gives you a look and then he yeah. looks at the um the Twilight and she kinda of gives him a little nod and he grimaces and Alright, coming up. And so he serves you another one. Um all of a sudden though, you you hear kind of a kerfuffle right behind you. You hear a couple of guys saying, Um, get your stinking hands off my sabak deck. And then the other guy says, Sabak deck? Is that what you're calling it these days? This thing is clearly rigged. And you then notice that the Twilight kind of bumps into you a little bit. Um, what do you do? Is this the same female Twilight? Same female Twilight, yeah. yeah. Is she nudging me to like... <laughs> no, she just kind of turns around and happens to brush up against you a little bit. And I'm reacting to her bumping me or am I reacting to the fight? Both. Oh, hey now. Um, you, so I, you can roll. I kind of, I, I, yeah. Should I? Let's see if there's a roll. Let's see if there's a roll. I, you know, I'm you know, making I'm gonna, this up I, as I go I'm, along. So. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll to kick some ass because you know what? I want to, I want to kind of impress this Twilight. Um, I see a little bit of a scuffle happening, and you know, I'm gonna kind of flex my muscles and kind of intervene a little bit. So I kind of walk over, and I, you know, <laughs> kind of part the two men apart and i'm like boys boys just let's just let's just take it down a notch okay all right we don't want to get things to get messy this is a okay establishment um you know we don't want to get dirt on the new drapes okay i will uh i'll give you the choice here (laughs) do you want to roll to kick some ass or do you want to roll to manipulate someone oh i (laughs) i can try okay i let's let's try and manipulate someone i got no no plus anything when it comes to charm so let's let's do that all right <laughs> <laughs> i love it so i'm trying to calm them down at this point so let's see <laughs> so that's what i just said let's see how well it did um i rolled a th- a three a one plus a two that's a fail <laughs> okay so that, oh, no. uh, to, to remind the audience at home we roll two six-sided dice one to six is a complete failure um, now we also have modifiers as well, but as you said, on a manipulate someone role, that would be plus charm of which you have none. Butkus. So the bupkis as the professional, you have bupkis. So, um, that's where I get to take a hard move against you. Okay. So, um, these guys who are scuffling, look at each other, look at you, look back at each other. And then both of them just start to wail on you. They just start to fight, swinging nonstop, swinging uh, everything they got. 
um, punching, kicking, pushing. I think one of them then grabs a bottle. Uh, at, w- at this point, I can say you're welcome to roll to kick some ass. All Let's right. see how you fare in this I'll, fight. I'll, I'll roll to kick some ass. Let's see. Now, you I did take, uh, sorry, I will say right off the gate here, uh, on your character sheet, you will see harm. You can take yep. one harm for what they did to you. Actually, you know what? No, 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 no. Sorry. Let's hold off. Hold off until you k- roll to kick some ass. All right. I got a seven and I have a plus two for toughness. That's so is that, a, is that a nine? That's a nine. That's a nine. So that's uh, that's a mixed success, um, which means that uh, you and whatever you're fighting inflict harm on each other. And the amount of harm is based on the established dangers that we have. Uh, so it usually means that you inflict harm and the rating of your weapon um, afflicts the rating of your weapon and your enemy's weapons uh, inflict that kind of harm on you. So uh, these guys aren't armed with anything. One of them has uh, a bottle. Um, and uh, But because it's a mixed success, I think he just kind of whacks you on the arm before you're able to then counter, break the one guy's hold of the bottle. Uh, and because you're the professional, you are a former uh, assassin, correct? Or mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So you know, current assassin. Yeah. So you know your way around, um, uh, around a fight. I don't even think you need to draw your weapons for this. These are just two kind of uh, barroom cronies that uh, uh, just are in a drunken fight, and so you handily take care of these two guys. Uh, as soon as one takes a swing at you, you duck around, grab their arm, throw him into the other guy. And complete the whole thing with a roundhouse kick to the face. And those two guys are down for the count. Uh, at which point you just see that female Twi'lek kind of give you a little wink and uh, a little thumbs up as as she departs the uh, the bar itself there. Um, so, yeah, I think it's probably a good time uh, to then check in with uh, Mr. Jazz Hank. Um, I can't get the, the, the app for the dice to work. So I may just have someone, uh, for tonight do my dice. That works. I'll, I'll, I'll blow on your dice if you want. Okay. Or I can even, do I can it provide too. Foley if you guys want, like you roll the dice on the computer and I'll just throw them so we can get that sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For sure. <laughs> like, good, good. I, like it. Um, I might just buy some dice at home and just like roll them. It'd be easier. I, I want to do that too. I haven't meaning yeah. to swing by a dollar store. <laughs> I have a, I have ya- I have a yachty set somewhere. I can just take the dice from. I just can't find it. Uh-huh. That works. Um, so yeah, for tonight anyway, we'll just do the, we'll just do the dice roll uh, app thing on your behalf, and that's cool. Uh, okay, so uh, Jazz Hank, what uh, what brings you to Tatooine? Am I supposed to do the voice of my character now? Or no, no, right now you just describe it. You're only doing the voice of your character when you're talking as your character. Well, I was going to be arriving to Tatooine for the same reason as Racker. <laughs> but I was a little furious when that came up. <laughs> um, so and Kevin has many, many people working for him, of course. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know Kevin. So maybe well, he's at his fine. rival mechanic, that's, Steve. That's fine. I mean, like... Yeah. Steve's uh, Alan. plays, man. Fuck Steve. Alan. <laughs> Um, well, or maybe, maybe he's, no, go ahead. Jazz, I, I would say Jazz is on Tatooine. Just, it's a system not heavily patrolled by the, 
by any new republic or shadows of the empire. It's been forever just sort of like this place where people can hide out. So on my mission for seeking some knowledge and finding the ones who wronged me, I simply stopped on Tatooine for some isolation, solitude, and a drink. A drink. Um, Okay. I like that. Let's say you just arrive and you are at the uh, similar hangar as, uh, uh, or sorry, the same hangar, the same go-to guy, uh, Kevin, the repair, (laughs) the repair, Kevin, the Devon, Kevin, the Deveronian. That doesn't rhyme nearly as well as I was hoping it would. Um, Pretty good. It's not, it's not bad. So, uh, but Kevin, you know, Kevin's got a big, a big hanger, a big spot. So, uh, let's say <laughs> he's, got that, he's got a big hanger. He's got That's a big why we like him. He's got a big hanger. You know what I'm saying? That's what why I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Steve's got a little hanger. <laughs> oh! And Kevin doesn't fit in the glory hole, and that's why we all like Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Put that in so, the podcast. Uh, so yeah. Uh, your ship, the Tempo, uh, makes its landing, and uh, you've. Uh, I th- have you been here before? Is this your first time in Mos Espa? Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. First time. Okay, so first time. Um, this was I just am familiar like- with Tatooine. I've been to Tatooine, but if you're specifically talking about Mos Espa, it's the first time I've attended. That works even better. I like that. Um, okay, so you uh, make your way. Uh, down you you guide your ship and follow the landing beacons and you get guided into uh kevin's um uh discount (laughs) spaceport and uh you park your ship you come out and you are uh greeted by a uh kind of like a gruffer it's kind of part of kevin's service is you're welcomed with like a semi-major d and uh partially because like that major d gets uh, commission and crick back and credits for giving recommendations for different places. So, so this, uh, this gruff little, um, you know what? Let's say it's an Ewok. <laughs> I'm tattooing. That's just cruel. Oh yeah. A furry little <laughs> sweating, sweating his balls off. So fucking hot. Just, like Jesus. every mascot spinning a sign out front of a strip he, mall. <laughs> he has, uh, this, this Ewok, uh, uh, let's call him, um, Kevin Peter. Jr. No. <laughs> what do you want to... Uh... Peter. Call him Peter. Peter? Peter the yeah. Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. Uh, okay, so I have to get, I'm, I'm keeping a running tab of all these characters as we're going here, so... Uh, I should okay, call him... Uh, my, my dog looks like an Ewok, so you can call him Rumley. Rumley? Okay, that's, that's a Rumley. great Ewok name. Call Rumley. him Rumley. Rumley. Just hammered so, all the time. Uh, <laughs> Rumley, uh, uh, you see this little Ewok kind of waddle up towards you. He is wearing um, kind of like a flight suit. Uh, it, looks, it looks pretty adorable in him. He's got like a little orange flight suit, kind of similar to what the Rebels wear with the tubes hooking up to it. Uh, you assume it's some sort of um, device that keeps him uh, nice and cool and keeps him a little bit on the fresh side in these very uh, desolate kind of areas. And yeah, he waddles right up to you and says, in pure basic as well, in, in, which kind of takes you back a little bit. Greetings and salutations. My name is Rumley. What brings you to Mos Espa? <laughs> oh, no. Is this when I do my voice? Mm-hmm. 
okay. you can use your voice to speak. Yes, that's how we communicate here on Moses. But where are you from? Do you speak basic? <laughs> you are a long way from home, aren't you? From my home? Yes. Well, yes, I, I, I suppose I am. Uh, but as are most people, uh, Tatooine is a most inhospitable environment and one that really, well, doesn't really boast home to many aside from the Tusken Raiders. You are an Ewok. Very perceptive of you. Yes, I am. You are something. You look sort of... I'm not even... That's a very rude question. I apologize. You took took part in the the battle. Of Endor. I... This... What is the Battle of Endor? There has been no battles. My my people are very peaceful. That hasn't happened yet in canon. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when does this take place again? <laughs> eight, like like ten, 10 years before the first test. Yeah, eight time. years before eight the... BBC. Fr- eight BBC. Oh, I... Fuck. I totally heard 10 years after. Because <laughs> you're too busy eating your fucking chips. What? Bart's, Bart's teacher's named Krabappel? I'm calling her Crandall. I'm calling her Crandall. My son's also named Bort. <laughs> oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> All right. So Rumley is just right. kind of staring at you as you're sitting there thinking about what to say. <laughs> he, he, I think he's a little bit, uh, like he's kind of like awkwardly rubbing his pant legs with his hands, just kind of killing the silence any way that he can really while he's waiting for you to formulate this answer <laughs> so just to start over with the question and i'll give you a new answer <laughs> so um what brings you to mos espa where you walk i'm here uh, my on name, a mission my, my name is rumley thank you quiet now you walk and he kind of fuffles up a little bit and looks left and right <laughs> Down. <laughs> he, he's, he's a little bit affronted at this. He says, Oh, it's going to be like that, is it? Well, then. And he kind of changes his demeanor almost immediately. He's no longer this jovial little teddy bear looking guy. He kind of develops this kind of snarl about his face and say, Well, you know what? Exit's right out there. Left is the bar, right is the washroom. Anywhere else? Go fuck yourself. I'm and in search of a good just, tavern for a drink. He throws up his arm and he says, I told you, you go left to the bar. And he waddles his way out, leaving you alone in the hangar. That's an angry walk. <laughs> <laughs> and as you're kind of walking out towards the exit, uh, you notice a um, uh, kind of a spindly, spindly looking droid that is kind of shuffling his way through the hallway and he notices you and um, he just kind of looks at you, cocks his head side to side a little bit and said, wait, I got to get the voice again. No, I... Oh, that sounds just like the fucking Ewok. (laughs) Shoot, I just realized a double voice. Oh, well, okay, let's see if I can go this. No. I, I have a feeling you're going to be like re-recording these with all these different voices. Oh, I know. Probably. I'll just I'm going to have a, I have like a mixture of like an Irish English and like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking like right now. Liam Neeson. I'm, I'm, it's a work in progress. No, a straight up that you started as you and McGregor and then you went full 
Liam Neeson. And I was like, I <laughs> love this character. <laughs> Bananas. Yeah. But anyway. Bananas. Hello there. <laughs> I was not going for, for Liam Neeson. But. Okay, so the you got um, it, Patty. Uh, okay, so the the this droid uh, walks up to you and says, "Oh, greetings! I am P1G. I was told that there was a drink establishment. However, I must have taken a wrong turn. I don't know where it is, Pig. Pig, and he takes a physical step back, and he says, "The only one who has ever referred to me as Pig was my master." Do you know who my master is? Do you know me from somewhere? I don't remember. Well, as it appears that I do not either, it appears we have at least one thing in common. <laughs> and he kind of makes this weird noise that you must think would be a programmed laugh of some kind. <laughs> and, <laughs> Fucking adorable. <laughs> oh, he's a cutie. I love him. <laughs> let's, let's keep him. So, um, if it would be quite all right with you, could I... Uh, could I accompany you to a drinking establishment on Mos Espa? If you choose. Thank you, for my default setting was to find a drinking establishment on Mos Espa if my master ever went missing, which happens to be the case as we speak. Come along then. And he Don't gives slow a, me down. <laughs> he gives a kind of jovial little step and kind of waddles on behind you. Um... He is, uh, just to describe him a little bit better, give you a little mental picture of him. He, his body kind of looks like a battle droid. Uh, you can definitely tell that he was some sort of assassin droid, an old IG model of some kind with a different style of head. The head is not quite as cylindrical and tall as a lot of other droids have been. Um, or sorry, a lot of like the IG model droids. However, his head looks almost like it's kind of like a weird dome shaped with two black photoreceptors for eyes and kind of like a light bar where his mouth is that wraps most of the way around his face. Uh, and because it is so elongated, it almost looks like a weird, odd smile on his face the entire time. Um, but aside from that, it looks like he's on the body of a battle droid. Uh, I think it's an IG-100 model that you would recognize, but... Um, uh, obviously heavily modified, uh, and, uh, or sorry, not modified, cut, pieced back together from some sort of previous bashings. So, um, anyways, you then make your way down to, uh, down the road and, uh, you notice, uh, a sign out front that said the Sarlax pit and you see the international or sorry, the intergalactic symbol for, uh, drink establishment. Hmm. Uh, but along the street as well, you see uh, all sorts of food vendors. You see uh, some um, uh, just all sorts of people hawking wares, some clothing carts that are set up, some food, delicatessens, um, some a couple tables outside where people can sit and where a lot of patrons are enjoying the uh, the cool um, mid-morning air to it. Uh, mid-afternoon, sorry, mid-afternoon. You guys are getting wasted, so let's call it a little bit, a uh, little bit later in the day. And so, um, so yeah, what do you do with your droid in tow behind you, your newfound friend? As I'm walking through the, like the little market street there, yeah. What do I do, or what do I say? Yeah, where do you do? Where do you go? Where do you say? It's it's up to you, man. <laughs> this is fucking man. This is 
There's no wrong answer. That's what you got to really just, I've just been talking out of my ass. Mm-hmm. None of this is written down that I have so I far. <laughs> my, my voice may like just shift. That's fine. Mid episode. Oh, good man. Get after all it. All right. All right. <clears throat> hey, piggy, piggy, piggy. And he kind of skips <laughs> up beside you and he says, yes, sir. Who controls these establishments? Uh, I am unfamiliar with who owns or controls these establishments. My master was usually the one who would divulge into their visceral wares. <laughs> and I would usually stay aboard the ship. Well, what do you know? How, what, what use are you to me? Well, I am merely accompanying you to a bar in Mos Espa, as is my default programming when my master is gone missing. So you're no use, is what you're telling me. Of any practical use, at the moment, sir, I can be good company. And he reaches to hold your hand. (laughs) (laughs) I love him. (laughs) Don't touch my hand. Very well, sir. That's enough. Well, if you are tired of my company, perhaps you could point me in the right direction for the bar in Bosespa. Would you like to lose your hand? Certainly not, sir. It is one of two that I have, and one of two that I have fixed on multiple occasions. <laughs> then keep them where I can see them. Sir, I have no option but to keep them where you can see them, as they are affixed to my shoulders and body and have no pockets to speak of. <laughs> <laughs> You're a weird one. Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you could point me in the right direction to the bar in Mosespa. I need a drink. To the left. Let's go. Very well, sir. And uh, so do you Do you head into the uh, the bar? Yes, I, have, I head into the bar. Okay. Uh, just as you head in, you walk in just as uh, this this melee is broken out. It's, uh, you know, this two guys appear to be attacking this, this one other uh, handsome looking roguish fellow who is uh, handily... <laughs> I almost said beating them off. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe that comes later. Taking care of business. Uh, yeah, that's where the twilight comes in. Wink. Uh, although you are a twilight, aren't you? No, who's a twilight? No, uh, Rack. Eric's twilight. Racker. Racker. So, uh, so you you see this going on, and what do you do? It's it's just sorry. The melee is just finishing up. It looks like this one guy is uh, uh, just kind of walking. He's literally just taken that last punch and is, is kind of surveying the scene a little bit. And who's the guy that took the last punch? Did you say that? Uh, it is one of the bar patrons. Uh, you don't know uh, at this point. You just see um, it is a an Aqualish that uh, just got his face punched in. Laying on the ground. You. Googly eyes. Over here. Sorry, who are you talking to? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So no you just walked into the bar and you just saw this fight go down. You just watched the fight. Yeah. You just like, uh, it's, it's a, a human male, uh, has just kicked the shit out of two guys. And, uh, you just kind of watched the, the, like the last few seconds of it. And it was fairly an oppressive display actually, um, where there was, um, these, yeah, these two guys just started beating up on this one guy and, and he just handily kicked the shit out of him. So you just got a, essentially a little free show. Okay. So what do I do or what do I say? I, uh, I'm yeah, what do you do? What do you do? What do I do? I I approach the 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 male who kicked all the ass. Okay. 
and inquire where he learned to fight so well. Okay, well, let, let's have that conversation. Let's talk it out. Okay, okay. Uh, me? Uh, well, that's a, that's a long story with a lot of, you know, yeah, well, I learned it from my youth, I would say, you know, growing up on the streets, you know, took a little jujitsu, some taekwondo, some Thai boxing, you know, just you, you get around, you learn how to throw a punch. You learn Taekwondo Taekwon in the galaxy, eh? Yeah, you know, you get around. Yeah. Who is your uh, your sensei? Uh, well, I guess some might call him Prince. Hmm. Probably and- shouldn't name, say his name out loud. Let's just say my papa <laughs> taught me everything he knew. And Who's- including all his friends who are very well versed mm. in the art of killing people. Mm. It was a fun childhood. That's a cute little friend you have there with you. Mm. Don't worry about him. Uh, all right. Just then, you see a. Uh, um, uh, as you two are talking, uh, there is a uh, Twi'lek walking into the bar with a Deveronian in in full garb, um, walking in very austere looking, and uh, they enter the room, and the Deveronian is just looking around as he walks in, uh, chatting with his Twi'lek companion, and you see. Uh, or sorry, the Deveronian then says, Droid! What are you doing out here? I... I, I thought I left you in, in... in the hangar! Oh, gee, uh... And, and he looks to the Deveronian, um, which is you, Racker, and he says, This is who I was talking about. This is the one with that little bit of information. Just then the bartender this... as well spots the droid and he says, Um... Uh, no, no. No, 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 no. Not since the Clone Wars. We do not, we do not welcome droids in this establishment. And that's when the, uh, when Kevin pipes up and says, uh, don't worry, he's with me. And the bartender then kind of, his eyes kind of widen a little bit once he realizes who he's actually talking to, uh, through the darkness and just kind of says, oh, oh, Mr. Kevin, of course, of course, uh, would you like your usual back room? I think that'll be just fine. And so, um, Kevin then, then kind of guides, I guess you could say, or, or puts one arm out in kind of a gesture to say, after you to, uh, to Racker. And, um, uh, you all, or then the two of you start to make your way back. And the, uh, Kevin then says to the droid, droid with me. And, uh, <laughs> What do you guys do? I mean, Racker would be heading uh, where he's being, like, kind of shown the way to go, especially if he's been told to walk first. He would be hand kind of under his robe, just uh, at his side, and walking, keeping his head on a swivel, and would probably be looking up and down this this droid, um, trying to figure out exactly why somebody would piece together a droid like this because he understands mechanics and engineering and different things like that so he's probably just trying to get a sense of what this thing does or what it is or what its purpose might be okay and as you look around as well you can definitely see that a lot of eyes are are on you guys um as you're going through just because a there's just been this melee uh and then kevin who's fairly big deal just kind of walks in as well and he then uh 
grabs this droid and droids of course aren't welcome in these establishments ever since the clone wars there's a big bad taste about droids and um especially one that looks mostly like a battle droid uh it might kind of bring up some bad feelings in in many people um is is that lady twilight still in the the bar uh you can't quite tell um that might be a role. I don't know. We could we could definitely see if there is, but uh, I, the whole if he didn't see her, nothing would matter. Okay, it wouldn't yeah. matter. No, he he didn't notice her uh, her around. Uh, yeah. Uh, so the two of you are making your way back. Uh, uh, Jazz and Wilwad, what uh, what are you two doing right now? <laughs> Do I recognize Kevin? Um, oh, that's what I was going to ask too. Based on my past. Well, that's uh, I I how how often? Will Wad, was it you've been here before? Yeah, yeah. So you would definitely recognize oh, yeah. Kevin. I've been in and out of here doing shady deals. Right, right, right. Yeah, because he's uh, uh, obviously through your Black Sundays. Then I would say I wouldn't even make your roll for it. Then yes, you definitely recognize Kevin. He's a um, kind of a big deal in Mos Espa. Uh, a guy who. Like you say, his, his face is plastered everywhere with seedy ads and, and, you know, if you want to get your spaceport fixed, wink, then he, uh, uh, or your spaceship fixed, whatever, wink, uh, you definitely recognize his, uh, his look, his vibe. Okay. Hmm. But, uh, as well, Jazz, uh, so the droid you've just come in with, um, is, uh, he's just obeying and just going along with with this guy what's uh kevin's uh species again uh kevin is a deveronian so he has deveronian. two big horns um okay. kind of like uh coppery kind of skin uh pointed teeth and uh it's kind of a seedy looking fella mm-hmm. so i i think i'll follow them into the back room just because i'm trying to because i can handle myself in any situation and i'm trying to gain as much information like kevin has taken uh p1g pig yep. as i call him, um from me however he hasn't really taken him from me yet so i'm following and i'm playing along being the manipulator that i can be just to see how this unfolds it, it, can this be an ally situation or is there something else going to happen i like that so you're just uh like it's it's kind of that funny twist of events where you bring um the droid to the party but then you find yourself just kind of subtly walking along with the droid in the background um i would say though that that's manipulate someone because you're trying to get somewhere where you they you don't really have business being back there so uh so let's let's see how that Let's let's see how that plays out a little bit. So, what do you say to try and get yourself in the back room with the? So uh, let's let's start it like this. So, as just as you approach the back room, um, which isn't very far, like it's just like a big booth that's kind of sheltered in the back a little bit. It's still open space, but uh, it's kind of enclosed slightly. You can still see in. There's no curtain. There's nothing like that. But just as you are approaching with P1G, uh, Kevin turns and says, "Whoa." Uh, <laughs> sorry, friend. This is a closed meeting. <laughs> listen, my friend. Listen, my friend. I, I found this droid in very damaged situ in a very damaged situation. 
Um, I would like to ensure that he is okay and well before I move on. What attachment do you have to this droid? This thing, I found it in my hangar. It, 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 it came in on a ship alone without any pilot. He just said his pilot is missing and that he has to find the bar. And I'm not going to let a droid just wander into a bar. What am I, an animal? So again, I will ask you, what ties you to this droid? He owes me a debt. He's, I owe him a debt. He saved my life. I like that. Okay, so that's definitely manipulate someone. Uh, let's, it, shall, I, shall I roll for him? Uh, sure, yes. <laughs> yes. Am I also hearing all of this? Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, Racker, you're, yeah. you're there as well, kind of eyeballing them, uh, wondering what the hell is like. You're just kind of like quiet in the background while Kevin he, he is dealing with these guys. Roll so, the four. Roll the four. Roll the four. <laughs> So that is a complete. All right, I was now. <laughs> I was gonna... Does does he have any like um, modifiers like charm? Uh, yeah. So, um, Andrew, what do you have as far as uh, manipu- uh, manipulators? Okay, f- but even with that, that's still a failure. If you get a four, so plus one <laughs> is your charm. It's a five. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say that I wanted to read a bad situation to see if I bought this, but I think with that roll, I don't even need to. Uh, there is another roll, um, and again, I'm just kind of hand-holding throughout the first little bit here. Uh, one of you could do help out, where you roll to help another hunter, where you roll plus cool. I I, I don't even I, know I, who I, this guy is. Yeah. I, I, I you know what, I, I'm kind of seeing what's going on. I kind of know what Kevin's about, um, and I'm kind of off to the side with a spilt drink on me, not sure what to do. And I kind of see the situation <laughs> kind of going sideways a little bit. Um, I have a plus three for cool. So I want to help out this friend. Sick. So I kind of stumble over nice. and I'm like, because I've had a couple flippy floppers or whatever they're called. <laughs> and I'm like, Kevin, 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 why you, you just walk right past me. You don't even say hi after I killed your ex-wife. Like, seriously, man, come on. Uh, and he kind of <laughs> looks around uh, fairly like, uh, let's keep that on the down low. She she died in that speeder accident. Uh, yes. And she let's uh, let's let's not really discuss this right now. Will Watt. Good to see you. And uh, yeah, you're you, you got to roll to help out there, but uh, I, I'm okay. liking where this I'm gonna, is going so I'm far. Gonna roll. I'm so far in that back room, out of view, and like I, just... I rolled, I rolled a seven, but I have a, a plus three for cool. That's fucking dirty, man. <laughs> That's a complete, <laughs> complete success. So, uh, so when when Kevin sees that, he says, "Okay, okay, fuck it, you and your friend." Come on, droid with me, racker. Yes. Sit down there. But wait, wait, just first, just uh, Mr. Bartender. Can I get a? Can I get one more flippy flopper? Whatever you call it. And he kind of eyeballs you, and kind of gives like a, <laughs> shakes his head a little bit, but uh, uh, busies himself behind the bar. Doesn't look like he said no. But uh, as the the conversation begins, um, uh, you you definitely get the gist that that one is on the way for sure. And so, um, uh, so anyways, you guys are all sitting down now and Kevin then says, well, Racker, I didn't really want this to make a group affair. However, mm-hmm. I've been left with no choice because our loudmouth friend here cannot be trusted in my, I'm, I'm Will Wad, by the way, I'm Will Wad. 
I didn't catch it. your name's J- Jacker. Did I get that? Yes. Jacker. And, and I then was, the, we'll talk about names later, Kevin. Okay. Yes. Hello. And, My name is. And, the, and this early hooded fellow. Hi. <laughs> yes. Who are you? I'm Jess. Ooh. Jazz, Jazz, and Jacker, and Will Wad, Jazz Hank. Uh, ja- okay. Hey, if we're okay. looking for someone to blow each other, let's do that afterwards. Okay, we oh. have business right. to attend here. So you two, who would blow? Uh, who would blow? Who would what blow? I mean, whoever's offering, it's fine. I mean, no, fair is fair. No. And at this point, scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. You know, Kevin is just kind of rubbing his temples. Uh, just exasperated, unsure of really what to do in the situation because he's now sitting instead of a business proposition. He said, you know what? Three heads could be better than one anyways. So I apologize, Racker, but we're going to have to share this. Anyways. Your name's Rack. I thought it was Jacker. I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so- it's okay. I'm Don't sorry. Worry I'm really sorry. You can. I'm really, either I one is I won't. just fine. Actually... I'd like to put out on the record right now that if we're going to be talking in public, please call me Jacker. I would much prefer that to everyone continuing to say my real fucking name all over this cantina. Right. Is that is that okay? Okay. Thank you. Racker. Wink. If I get it. Yes. Will I it. Thank you very much, old boy. Very on the money. And you, sorry, what was your name again? Me? No, the other one. Me? <laughs> yes, you. It's Jass. Jass. Okay, Hank. thank you. Jass. Your name's Hank. It's Jass. What is your name? Hank. Jess Hank. It's Jass. Ja- oh. And then it's Jess Hank. It's Jess Hank. I got it. That's what I was thinking as I well. Got it. Just Hank. It's just Hank. Yes. And Kevin, no, Jazz. Kevin is just kind of looking eyes wide between the three of you like, <sighs> I am trying to make you all money and you three can't figure out your fucking names. I can't be driven by money, Kevin. <laughs> Oof. Nice to meet you funny. too. It's funny when he says your name. I never thought your name was funny until right now. But when he says Kevin, it makes me laugh. It is pretty funny. It's a weird name. It's it's yeah. it's, it's strange. It's my Christian right. name. Droid. I like money. And- <laughs> I like money. Let's talk. I like money. I also like money. As you guys are sitting here bantering, P1G is also just looking from face to face, whoever's talking. But it looks like he's <laughs> having the best time of his life, despite the featureless imprint of a droid's head because of that wide mouth plate that he has it just looks like he's smiling having the time of his absolute life being around all of you characters and just just soaking it all in kevin i'm getting real like alpha from og power rangers vibes from this guy you know what i mean (laughs) just the head oh shit i should have done that oh well uh anyways you can re-edit that uh he goes droid Before these guys have a chance to talk again, let's hear exactly what you're doing here. So uh, P1G then just says, uh, well, greetings. For those that don't know, I am P1G. And, well, my master has gone missing. My default protocol was to come to Moss Esper and find the bar. Now that I've done so, I am not quite sure exactly what to do, as my programming only goes up until this time. As much as I know, though, to fill you in for any context clues, my master had accepted a mission in the forests of the planet Lothal, 
I am rarely imbued well, with the parameters of any mission and have protocols in place strictly forbidding me from sharing mission particulars. However, the well-being and protection of my master supersedes those protocols. This mission was tasked to us by a human male, aged 50 to 60 standard years, and referred to himself only as the Guardian. He met with us on the planet of Old Mantel, where my master's Vigo resides. Oh. I don't like people who refer did, to themselves did you, only as a title. Did, did you... Did, did, uh, Mr. Robot Man, uh, did you... Did you say Vigo? I did. My master's Vigo resides on Old Mantel. Ah, oh, shit. Do you... Does that mean something to you? Well... Mm, so... Vigo is like kind of like you know, like a, like a underling or like underboss of a certain person who may have adopted me as a child. Oh, like a you're family the, reunion! How quaint! You're the adopted son of a crime boss. Yeah. Why do you feel the need to just say that within five minutes of knowing someone? I. It's it's kind of. It, how um, many of those have you had? Adopted parents? No, drinks. <laughs> I kind of lost count after I got punched in the head. Okay, how many adopted parents have you had? One. Thank God, there's no more questions there. You, robot, what was your name? My name is P1G. P1G. Has anyone ever called you pig before? That's a very unfortunate call sign. Just a moment ago. Only my master Wonderful. and my new friend here, Jazz Hank. Has referred to uh-huh. me as pig before. That was me. Fantastic. Can I ask you, what is your master's name? My master's name was Ola Truss. Ola Truss. Does that mean anything to me? Does that name sound familiar at all? Um, no, uh, not to you. Does oh, anyone know an Ola Truss? Does that name mean anything to anyone? Kevin? I, 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 know I thought I the master's name was Vigo. You no, know, v- v- Vigo is his title. He um he, he trained me. He was one of my trainers. A Vigo is one of nine managers of the Shizor transport system. Does that name mean anything to me? Uh, Prince Shizor. Uh, Shizor would. Shizor is one of the most um, influential people in the entire galaxy. I'd say his reach or influence and power would be just behind uh emperor and then darth vader and then shizor i think would be third as far as like galactic power and influence i'm sorry did you say shizor yes prince shizor don't much care for royalty um Kevin, I don't know how much help I can be here. This is um, a little bit too on the, you know, on the nose, in the spotlight, kind of front and center. Um, I don't necessarily know if I'm your man. Wait, 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 wait. Kevin is is kind of giving a calming motion with his hands right now. Pig, if that is what we're going to be calling you, tell them about the other thing. Well, yes, this guardian had tasked my master with, and he kind of hesitates for a second, he's kind of processing, confirmed, master's whereabouts supersede mission parameter secrets. My master was tasked with finding an outpost in which a very, very rare jewel, and again, he was kind of processing, jewel 
of the Guardian's family resides. This jewel is said to be worth upwards of, again, processing, several million credits, and can hold the power to unlocking unknown scientific advancements. Does pig? Yes. Pig? Yes. Listen. Yes. Pig. Yes. Does the Guardian carry a weapon? I did not see one. I did not get to sit with my master as he was having the discussion with the Guardian. He was described to me only as 50 to 60 standard years, hooded, and very, very funky smelling. And he said funky smelling in the voice of uh, Olar Trust, like as if it was a recording and played back. <laughs> funky smelling. So your master was a wordsmith, he was. This huh. jewel was the top of my master's priority list, shuffling aside several other priorities and jobs in order to acquire it. So your master may or may not be someone who's kind of my cousin um, and was hired by a stinky hooded fellow to find a jewel? That is correct. Nice. Okay, I'm in. And... Into what? I don't. I don't know. It sounds like sure fun. You don't want to do it. this. This sounds like a lot of fun. There's a jewel. There's a stinky man. I don't know. What are you doing you, right I now? I think you all just need to shut up right now. Okay, it's not you. I wasn't talking about you, stinky hooded man. This is another stinky hooded man. No, surprisingly enough, in not this stinky. situation, I agree with him. We all need to shut up. Okay. Does anyone know who this Shizor character is? I, I, mm. I know who he is. It was a rhetorical question. I mean to say, do you know what he can do? Oh, I know what he can do. If I knew what he can do, I wouldn't tell you. He used to pay me to do the things that... Well, then you should know very intimately what he can do and what he will likely do to us if we interfere in his business. I mean... And just... I like it. Just then as well. Is the Twi'lok scared? What? I think he's a little scared. I think he's scared. Did you try and insult me and then get my species name wrong? It was a double insult. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or was it a zero insult I'm because you're a moron? I want to thank you, Twilock. I haven't had a laugh in a long, long time. You haven't laughed yet. Okay, okay Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, you said there was money involved? Apparently so. And why I'm bringing this to my friend Racker here, and kind of like eyeballing you other two intruders on this, was that I would be very willing to stock and supply this mission to go recover this jewel and finish the mission. And a little bonus if you can find my good friend, Olar, as well. Just then, that same Twi'lek woman that was uh, playing around with you a little bit earlier. Hey. uh, She catches your eye and then looks around your table and then her face just goes ghastly. And then with, like complete intense and purpose beelines towards the table almost at a run but not quite and she goes pig where is olar i was just telling my new friends here at the bar in mos espa that my master has gone missing and my parameters to return to a bar in mos espa has now been fulfilled can i put my hand up 
and quiet the droid for a second? Uh, the 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 uh, Twi'lek lady puts her hand up, her finger up to you, just as if to quiet you and just say like one minute. And she looks at the droid and says, "Have you told them about what was going on with Racker? With Racker? <laughs> Have you told them what was going on with Olar?" Yes, I did. For my protocol supersedes the secrecy of the mission to break the secret in order to find him. And she then just kind of puts her head down a little bit and brings her head up with kind of a wary look on her face. Like she, and she just tenses up all of a sudden as well. And sorry. And then the droid looks to you then, Racker. Uh, oh, no, it's quite all right. I was going to tell you to shut up, but you've already said everything you were going to say. So <gasps> who are you? <sighs> You, you don't know her? And she kind of like eyeballs no. you. Just because but we're both. We're, you both yes, have. I understand. Yes. You don't. No. That's. Oh, that's inappropriate, isn't it? I mean, I okay. appreciate right. you well, acknowledging it. Yes. But yeah. we'll move past it. Thank Do you, you want to know her, though? Apparently she's. You know. No. Okay. I don't want All to right. know any more new people today. You may call me. Right. Cassia. Hello, Cassia. Hello again, dear friend. Did you have a chance to go find anything that would be of interest that would not be at this table at this moment? And she's kind of like hand on the hip now, eyeballing you, exasperated a little bit, and then doesn't even wait for a reply and just says, thank you all. Kevin, always a pleasure. And he kind of eyeballs her a little bit and says, and just before she says, droid let's go come on guys make room for the droid please make room head on out head on out now i'm actually putting my arm in front of the droid who who in the hell are you and why is the droid going to listen to you i'm sorry but this has been a very chaotic day i came here to have my ship repaired and now i've met two new people who have the largest mouths of anyone i've met in a long time and now we're best friends And now we're best friends, as he said, yes. And now I've had the pleasure of meeting you. And this droid, I I don't understand quite the technical specifications, but it's a very interesting amalgam. And I would love to know how you two know each other. And she kind of sighs, looks around, and says, Not here. Honestly, if... Olar is not here with, and Pig is here by himself. That can only mean one thing, that he is in trouble. Pig, where is Olar? We were last together on the planet of Lothal, completing our mission, of which you are already well aware of, I'm sure. And she kind of shushes the droid a little bit, puts down some calming hands and says, Okay, I'll explain everything as long as we can get moving right now. Who has a ship we can use? If none of you have a ship we can use, uh, Kevin, give me a ship. I have a ship. I I have a ship, of course. I have a ship that's fast and capable of traveling to Lothal post-haste. However, I have a couple questions. I mean, who the the hell are you? Who are you? I know who the droid is. I don't know who his master is. Who are you? And what are you to him? My name is Cassia. That I got. My partner... Olar Truss is the owner of this droid. Oh. Ah, like, it's like, see? like partner, partner. 
That's a very inappropriate question in a place like this, friend. Think of it however oh. you like. My partner is that, missing. Like just this on the weekends, kind of, you know, when he's in town. My partner represents a very large financial investment on my part, one of which would get me off of this rock for the rest of my life. I would never have to dance again. I would never have to, and she kind of squints and distastefully looks at you, Wilwad, flirt with local flight jockeys ever again. I would not have to smell any disgusting cockpits anymore in my entire life. So therefore, I would like to take this droid and find out what happened to that promise of financial investment. Okay, all right, all right, understood. Now everybody just calm down a second. I think we're all friends with money, yes? Every, I don't know. Everyone's interested I, in making money, except for, I know he already said he doesn't want any money, and that's fine. We'll keep his share. I may but, spend some of my money on some drinks. Mm-hmm, I can smell that. Um, <clears throat> how much money, and what is the split? Because uh, at this point, I got uh, an old friend offering me a job that now you have stake in. So what is the what is the cut? What is the take? And what are the mission parameters? What do we have to do here? What are we even talking about? The only thing that I know of, according to this job, was to go retrieve some fancy trinket. That's all I know of it. And you can kind of, she kind of twitches her eye a little bit there as she's saying that. And she then continues on saying, this trinket is the key to infinite resource. The most practical resource, the only resource any of us ever have. That is all I can really tell you at this time, because we need to fucking move. Okay. Alright. Um, I will fly the ship, but I get 50% of the profits off of the sale of whatever this trinket is. I fly there, we retrieve it, and I fly out. Nothing okay. else. Well, you know, there's three of us, so we have 50 each. 50% each. I think that makes sense. It's good math, yes. Well right. done, you. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't have a ship, but I, I I'm Kevin, your your ex-wife can attest I'm good to killing uh, killing people, am I not? From what I understand, she won't be able to attest to that at all, and that's actually the biggest attestment to your skills. Kevin leans back in his <laughs> chair and just kind of like closes his eyes and rubs his head like shut the fuck up. It's not fun. Please, it's not fun, is it? Up. Yes. Exactly. It's not fun when people start talking about things that you don't want them to in public. Yes. I'm sorry I brought you here, Racker. I truly am. Had I had known we'd be affronted by this riffraff and have to now split said profits as he kind of grit his teeth looking back and forth from Cassia to the rest of you, um, then I wouldn't have brought you here. Well, what's done is done. I like money. I like technology. This sounds interesting. I don't like the idea of being under such a heavy spotlight, but if we get in and out, then I, I'm, I'm in. Okay. Yes. That's all I needed to know. Now, my next question is, why aren't we leaving? And just then, the barroom door kicks in suddenly, and a gang of six mercenaries come in, all wearing the same emblem. And that is the gang emblem of the Crimson Dawn. The droid, says the front one. Give him up now. 
Hello, everybody. It's your old pal Pat here. Just wanted to hop on here and say thank you again so much for everybody listening. Um, Yeah, last week we had a huge bump in listens. Oh my gosh, whoever did that or is responsible for getting our name out like that, thank you so much. Please bring yourself forward. Um... Yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible to see. So just wanted to hop on here, say a big thank you. Um, and this this little mid mid break will be used for uh, things like ads in the future because we do want to um, we would love to be able to upgrade, and that money will go directly to improving the show and improving the content and allow some uh, yeah yeah just some all around good things to come to the show like upgrading equipment and memberships on certain recording platforms things that'll just make your listening experience that much better and that much more enjoyable to listen to on a weekly basis so uh again no ads this week but huge thank you everybody for tuning in really really appreciate it hope you like the new format Uh, i know we had an absolute blast you can definitely tell it was our first time trying this and playing this but uh yeah that's how we learn that's how we move forward and continue improving all in all uh yeah so we'll we'll get the character voices all down pat i'll start to organize those a little bit better uh for myself and i know the fellows of we we had that little chat afterwards as well figuring out exactly what sounds what our characters sound like but uh, that's part of the fun of it i hope you guys are enjoying it thank you again um we are naming characters uh after people who um uh help spread the word about us and who who talk with us on a frequent basis and have sent us memes so uh if you have done that then look for your name in some upcoming uh characters in the episodes now that being said these characters do not reflect you as a person whatsoever it is purely just using your name something fun to throw in the show so uh if you do share us uh retweet us um repost us on instagram let other people know about the show and uh, you could have a chance to be on the show yourself uh in namesake ways that is anyways love you thank you so much take care bye back to the show let's dive back in here so i have one question yeah are we the room we're in in the back is the door closed or can we see what's happening you can see what's happening it's kind of like a back corner uh it's there's definitely a lot of space in between you and other patrons but it is like a large circular booth that you're all in um so like you you would have to do that awkward if the person in the middle wants to get out then the other people <laughs> beside them have to get out as well uh but it could probably seat like a good 12 to 15 people or so i'd say okay but uh it is by far like the nicest part of the bar um like the the seats that you're on are nice rich rich bantha leather um oh. <laughs> and all that so how far away is the door where these guys just came in the door is uh it's it's probably a good uh 50 feet i'd say uh it's okay. a fairly larger establishment and you guys are in the back corner of it uh however once these guards burst in uh the music just kind of died the kind of small din that there was just kind of cooled down as well and uh, as as you would if you see a gaggle of armed mercenaries roll into a bar yelling then yeah people are are paying attention and uh as you're processing this and as i'm explaining this people are starting to kind of duck and get out of the way um for uh uh to get out of the way of these these armed mercenaries that are obviously there for nefarious intentions are there um i don't want to keep asking questions because i know all this is going on in a matter of seconds but are there any like rough and tumble people in the bar with us like some rugged looking dudes uh or and what are these guys wearing what kind of armor are these people that are coming in wearing 
These people are all in the same. Uh, so to answer your first question, uh, there there are. Uh, however, no one is really standing up or standing out to be like an obvious giant tough guy or or hero or there's no law enforcement or anything like that or or um even like the bouncer at the front is kind of like hands up he's up against the wall uh just kind of staying out of the way of everything going on the mercenaries that have come in are all wearing um it's kind of a black and yellow uh dusty-ish kind of armor getup sort of thing um, they all have different, uh, different types and different shapes of helmets, but, uh, the uniform itself, you can fairly, you can, you can ascertain that they are all of the same gang that, uh, and you all know that, that symbol. It's fairly obvious, I would say, as to what, as to the, uh, the black sun and, um, uh, they obviously black sun or crimson dawn, Sorry, crimson dawn, crimson dawn. Thank you. Uh, Crimson Dawn. Uh, sorry, it's not. Uh, it'd, it'd be um, uh, black, yellow, and uh, red as well in their in their uniforms. Uh, well, okay. seeing all this, um, I would probably pull out my blaster just to have it in hand, and I'm going to yell out really loud: hundred credits to anyone who brings me one of those helmets." And I'm going to try and get us some backup in this place because we are in the back. We're trapped, and I do not dig this at all. Love it. You are rolling, though. Um, Now, what are we rolling here? Uh, I'd say that would be... My initial instinct would be act under pressure. However, I think it's uh, manipulate someone because you are... That's what I was going for. I was playing my strength. Okay. Yeah, good call. All right. So Yeah, and again, if you can justify any other type of role or if you can justify it, then, then I'm all for it. Okay. So, Racker has plus two to charm. Um, so here we go. That is a five and a two for seven plus two is a nine. Okay. So, uh, that's sweet. That's a, that's quite a strong mixed success. And so with that, uh, you see, uh, three other patrons kind of the large burly ones, ones who definitely know that they, uh, who you can tell have definitely seen some, some combat. You got a Wookiee, uh, standing up with a scar over his eye and some gray fur looks older, but definitely like he could hold his own. Um, we also have a large human male, um, with a mechanical arm, uh, and a bionic eye as well. Uh, everyone has got something fucked up with their eye. apparently. Uh, and then, uh, there is a, uh, What's another alien I could use? Oh, dude, the fish guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mon Calamari. Oh, my yeah. God. There it is. And a Mon Calamari uh, who are, are up there as well, who who start then one of the, the, the Wookiee flips over a table and takes off kind of a, uh, a large blaster and just with a roar starts to uh, attract some of the attention of those guards coming in. They then open fire uh, once they see the table up and the the blasters out. Chaos then begins to ensue. Um, now, because it's only a mixed success, you do like I said, you got those three people there. However, um, your way out is now kind of semi. It's it's got a lot more people in it now than if you were to just get up and run before and everyone's still sitting down. Um, but with the gunfire beginning and all the backup. The everyone's kind of shuffling about and a lot of chaos is now beginning to ensue, making a way out uh, just look a little bit, a little bit trickier. So what, uh, what are you all doing at this time? 
Um, well, according to my my character profile, I'm a tactical genius. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this bad situation. Um, so I think my plan is to kill some people because I think I I know this group of uh, Crimson Dawn folk, and I'm not a huge fan of them. Um, so I turn to Racker and I kind of give him a wink and I said, "Where's your ship?" Part. It's in Kevin's massive hangar, my friend. Through those doors okay. and down the road. I gotta do something kind of stupid. <laughs> um, and I'll meet you guys there. I thoroughly encourage it. So, and I'll wait as long as I can. Uh, I, I'm gonna try and kick some ass. Uh, I pull out uh, off my back. I pull off something that looks like a fairly small gun, but it un it kind of snaps into place uh, and it, I unfurl a pretty large uh, 773 fire puncher rifle Boom. Uh, and I kind of set it down on top of the table and kind of take my aim uh, and kind of line up each one of the Crimson Dawn individuals. They're kind of just lining up into my uh, line of sight. Um, and I tell you guys to go on, to, to go on my signal um, and I'm going to, I'm going to roll because I'm going to try and fire and hit all of them at the same time. <laughs> I love, that, okay. I love that you're a tactical genius telling us to go when we're in a horseshoe booth and you're probably <laughs> blocking us in. <laughs> just just go over my shoulder, okay? Just step over the table. Oh, just go under. It. This is so amazing. Under, at this time, like, Kevin is not, he's not this type of guy at all. Um, he uh, He is just kind of cowering underneath the table as all of this is going on right now but uh anyways we got to make you roll something for that uh can i can i can i get in here before he rolls yep yep so so uh jazz hank being the uh the badass that he is very dark very mysterious very jaded very wrong the wrong (laughs) as we established Ah, there it is the character type i also at some point in this want to roll i'm a plus two for tough but i want to roll as well because i i want to protect someone and if uh nice if will wad over here is gonna fucking start shooting everything and not really know what he's doing i'm gonna make sure i protect uh pig awesome okay okay so i think let's see how the kick some ass roll works out and then okay. i'll get you to protect someone um right after that depending on on the outcome of that Okay. So, you, okay. so t- your goal is to use your blaster and hit everyone at once. Your bla- your blaster is that capability. I'm trying to. Uh, it's it's a really powerful kind of like sniper rifle, and I'm kind of waiting for the Crimson Dawn guys to kind of line up so that they're kind of in a position where if I hit one, it's going to go through them through the first one <laughs> and kind of kill all of them at the same time. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, let's say so. that the uh, uh, that mixed success roll that's taken out two other guards uh that mixed success role of eric so those two are gone as a result of those three so there's four guards left that you have to deal with right now okay i rolled a 10 oh yes and i have a a plus two (laughs) awesome oh that's a 12 that's a 12 plus baby that's a 12 plus that big gun baby that's what i'm talking about (laughs) so uh on advanced so that's an advanced win. Uh, so on a 12 plus, instead of picking an enhanced effect, you completely hold the advantage. All hunters involved in the fight get plus one forward, which means that you can add plus one to any roll that you have going forward whatsoever. You suffer no harm at all. Um, and this is just one of these. So you can pick plus one going forward. Nobody suffers any harm. Uh, your attack inflicts double the normal harm or your attack drives the enemy away on uh, in a route. 
Uh, I think I'm going to say it drives them away. That's pretty sick. That's uh, so that works. Um, so with those other two guards dead, you uh, take the perfect shot that you don't get all four of them, um, but uh, you get uh, two, two for sure. It goes through two of their heads and into the shoulder of uh, a third. And at that time, he stumbles into the fourth guy who falls. <laughs> he stumbles backwards and hits his head directly onto that broken bottle that was in that original bar fight. Oh. And impales <laughs> <laughs> him, takes him out of play entirely. And the shoulder with the, uh, or the, the guard with the hurt shoulder then limps or runs out of the bar just, just. <laughs> <laughs> And he just like takes Score. off. Down. I don't often say this, but that was incredible. Is Kevin still underneath the table? Kevin's underneath the table, and uh, with that twelve plus, he you you have the smell of piss in the air right now. I'm gonna re- lean under the table, and be like Kevin, quick. We're, we we've almost got them finished, but I need you to give me three hundred credits right now. Uh, manipulate someone. Roll okay. that. Uh, that's a five plus three plus two plus my one four is an eleven. <laughs> take it, take it, take it. Just just don't don't hurt me. Make sure I'm fine. I'll don't hurt double you. that if I get out here alive. Alright, double it right now. Manipulate again. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Four plus six plus two is twelve. <laughs> <laughs> he he takes off his belt that is obviously gilded with some very, very uh expensive uh, jewels and diamonds, as well as the little purse that's on there. He doesn't, uh, you don't know how much is in it at this time, but by the weight of it, you can definitely tell it's more than 300 credits in there. Okay, I put it under my robe and I say, all right, you're going to get out of here just fine. And I'll offer him my hand and pull him out because the coast <laughs> is clear. Okay, so uh, the, most of the bar patrons are have scuttled out at this time. Uh, you make your way to the exit. Um, what do you do from there? I On the way, um, those three people that helped us, 150 credits each i'll take them out of my own pocket if i have that much on me we didn't really discuss that because i don't want to fuck around with kevin's belt right now but i offered them each 100 i'm going to give them each 150 as we walk by okay so the uh yeah those three are completely unfazed they're all fine um they each kind of give you a nod the wookie kind of gives you a little salute and uh you guys then make your way to the door and uh, what happens from there um, gentlemen, I, I suggest we get to the ship um, as quickly as possible. There, where there's six, there could be more. And Cassia uh, gives you a nod and says, I agree. Uh, oh, Kevin, sorry, gentlemen and lady. My apologies. Yeah, it, it happens all the time. Uh, this is a very male-dominated franchise, as you can tell. Um, so let's uh, let's kick rocks. Let's go. Come on. And you guys make your way to the hangar. I I'm I'm just like lagging behind and and I uh, am like picking up bottles and taking a drink as I go. I'm like, wait, 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 wait for me, wait for me. <laughs> I have a bar on my ship. Just come along. And uh, so uh, so we have two ships now. Uh, how are we dealing with that situation? Um, I mean, who's in? Does Kevin Here, does Kevin have a nicer ship? Here's I, what we could offer. Um. Like the Grand Master ship? Yeah. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> Actually, there's three ships because you have pigs as well. But however, if you remember from the prologue, pig ship was a little bit banged up. Uh, he was doing some repairs on it at the time. So I would say that that one is not quite space worthy um, or is, is less reliable, let's say. 
Uh, so, so pigs is out of the equation. Uh, you can certainly fasten, uh, tether them together. Um, I, we'll say I that mean, they can attach. Just speaking off the top of my head, we have to come back here. I would assume once this mission is done anyways, and I would be much more comfortable piloting my own ship that I know is made for these kind of missions. If that's quite all right with all of you. Kevin, what, wait, wait, what is this blue ship over here though? This, this one I like. The tempo. I like this one. Yes. It speaks to me. It's sky blue, to be exact. Now, this is the oldest ship that I have ever seen. I'm surprised it even flies. Yeah, but it's got a charm, doesn't it, guys? Is it charm that everyone sees it coming because it's spewing out a a cloud of of space dust behind it? Is that what the charm is to you? I don't know. I like this. You guys sitting here looking back and forth between the two ships, just like... (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> seriously debating and at this point cassia is just kind of like staring at you exasperated like are you fucking kidding me and pig is just standing back looking from person to person again with that shit-eating grin on his face having the absolute time of his life um you twilock bitch you pick and she kind whoa. of looks at you whoa that was hey now walks up to you that was very uncalled says, for friend if you ever talk to me like that again and at this point, she grabs your nuts and starts to squeeze. And she says, I will rip these off. I will blast them into the darkest depths of space. And then I will send your head to the opposite side of the galaxy. And for that, you take one harm. Mm, sweetie, you can't handle these. <laughs> Two harm. <laughs> You want to make it three, Bueller? <laughs> Listen, um, One arm. before we kill each other, just get on that fucking <sighs> ship, please. Let's go. As we can take yours next time. We'll take yours next time. There's a good deal. How about that? I'll tell you what. We'll leave the tempo here. Kevin, it, I, this one's got my nuts. I'll take yours. <laughs> I leave the tempo with you. You fix it. You take care of it. You do not sell it. What, whatever you say, just, just you guys get going. I've had a little bit of a day here, okay? And so please and, just and go get my money and go. Stop talking now. You're saying you can't hear me if you're in space. Kevin, if he dies, I get the tempo. I didn't know the Deveronians had nuts. You will take care of the tempo. We have. And the droid. The droid. I, he stays with me. Absolutely. I, I And then Cassia just kind of looks at you like, uh, G just releases your nuts and just says, how else do you think we're going to find where he was? Everyone on board. Let's go. Uh, don't don't tell people to get on board my ship. I, I no, onboard no, no, people no. to my ship. The droid I, I just, is wait, so, mine. I'm going to look at Will Wadden. Just very quiet a bit because he's, he's kind of fucking intense, right? I'm, yeah, he's a bit I'm serious. He's a serious guy. Yeah, okay. All right. Everyone, yeah. Get on, everyone. Let's, let's go. There's enough nut tugging for one day. Just fly I'll the drive. fucking you ship. You will not drive. Get on the fucking ship. <laughs> Shotgun. <laughs> okay, so everyone shuffles on board <laughs> after this fucking conversation with, the, with a gang on heels. Uh, you guys sort this all out. And then 
you guys all latch in. You take off uh, relatively unscathed. Um, and uh, in the... Uh, well, des- describe your ship a little bit for us, Eric. What uh, what kind of quarters are we looking at here? Where, where's everyone... What's everyone doing? Uh, this is um, Racker's prized possession. It's, it's one of two things in the world that he would um, think twice about abandoning for uh to get away from something it is it was at one time like the cadillac of of spaceships it's it's a little bit old it's a few years old he keeps it in very good condition it's all black on the outside and it has uh thin gold lines um like kind of like trim almost but like inlaid into the um, gunnels and different parts of the ship where it connects different parts of it and different sections of the ship. Um, It's the same kind of think the way I envisioned it. Think um, the millennium Falcon meets a flying saucer. So it's almost as if the millennium Mm -hmm. Falcon connected all the way at the front um, and was actually like all the way around. And then it has a small kind of um, port side gunner station um, and then three landing pods and the ramp down the front. And, uh, and that's about it. It's just like very good condition, older spaceship, all black, very sleek, very stealthy looking. Um, and would probably be something that like, if there was a, a, a group of dudes who were really into like old classic spaceships, they'd be like, that's pimping like this guy, right? This guy takes, this is cherry rubs it with a diaper every day. Like takes good care of this thing. Awesome. 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 Um, okay. So, but on the inside, uh, is there like, uh, like a a general quarters kind of similar to the millennium Falcon with like a game stable or, I mean, yeah, you would come into the, uh, up the ramp, uh, and into a main kind of circular chamber with the table, um, very similar to that horseshoe um, along one side uh, with a table in the middle with like a, a number of games set up there. There's a bar that runs along the other side. Um, it's not super like decorated or anything. There's not a lot of like leather or anything like that. It's cool, kind of Spartan, but it does have a, a nice bar set up. It does have a nice uh, like lounge area set up. And then there's another um, tunnel that would lead to the cockpit. And then off to the left and right sides from that one tunnel would lead to storage. And the other one leads to the, um, that out offshoot gunner station. And then an offshoot of that hallway leads to the, um, what do you call it? The bunk, I guess, or the rooms. What do you call them? The quarters leads to the quarters Nice. and, uh, racker sleeps in the cockpit. Sweet. It's like a, it's like a truck, uh, almost like a big rig truck. Like there's the cockpit and there's also a bed in there. I dig it. I like it. Okay, so um, with all of you sitting around there, uh, Cassia just kind of like finally, for the first time that you've seen her, actually takes a breath and just kind of slumps in the chair a little bit and just looks absolutely exhausted throughout this entire process. And she says... I can't believe I'm here right now. Like the importance and the magnitude of all of this. It's just absolutely mind boggling. 
And she then looks at Pig and says, Pig, where was Olar seen last? And Pig just looks up and he says, We were last on Lothal, ma'am, in the forest section of the Eastern Hemisphere. And Eastern Hemisphere? That makes sense? Yeah, Eastern Hemisphere. <laughs> she then kind of takes a breath and says, We can't go there yet. There's, we don't have enough information. We need to go find this, this guardian, this person that gave him the job in the first place. Pig, do you, do you have any idea where that is? Why, yes, I do. It's on Old Mendel. Ah, oh, dank Farrick. I can at least show you guys around. Why is that, sir? I grew up on Ord Mantel. That fucking explains it. On the planet of Howie Mandel. Aw, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no deal. No deal.